Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Monday, October 10th, 2022. The California Fish and Game Commission meets this week, and they are expected to decide on whether the western Joshua tree will be granted permanent protection as a threatened species. The commission was unable to come to a decision at their meeting in June, instead punting the vote to their meeting scheduled to begin on Wednesday. The Western Joshua Tree is the first item on the agenda for this week's meeting. The Fish and Game Commission has indicated that public comment for this issue is closed, but they will be hearing input from tribal governments. The meeting begins Wednesday at 9 a.m. and continues through Thursday. Z1077 will be covering this meeting and providing updates all week long. Z1077's Gary Dinos spoke with the two Morongo Unified School District high school principals last week as part of the Up Close show. The principals discussed the consequences of violence on campus and the shuttering of the Clean Sweep program. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart joins us with a recap. On last week's Up Close show, Gary Dinos spoke with MUSD principals Justin Monocle of Yucca Valley High School and Mike Ruggiero of 29 Palms High School regarding September's flare-up of on-campus violence. When Amanda, a parent of an MUSD student, called in, she asked Monocle, quote, What are the consequences for children who get into altercation since there's no longer an Operation Clean Sweep? Unquote. Monocle responded, uh, Obviously, you know, each situation is going to be unique in and of itself. And we do have a tiered disciplinary response system, depending upon the nature of, of a behavioral offense that, that may occur on campus. Uh, that being said, we also uh, recognize and embrace the idea that, that our responsibility is not just to dispense consequences, but also teach proper conduct and, and educate the whole it's child. It's not working, though. Monica later referenced the successful PBIS, or Positive Behavioral Interventions and Supports, currently adopted by MUSD. And while he spoke in support of the progressive program, he also lamented the removal of clean sweep tickets as mentioned by Amanda. It was uh, clean sweep tickets. Um, there was a time when administrators were trained by San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department to write juvenile infraction tickets. And one of the things we could do is we could write a ticket for PC 415, which is fighting or disturbing the peace. When I was the assistant principal at Yucca, I wrote a lot of those tickets my first two years, and then eventually the fighting on campus died out because the penalty was that you had to go to court with your parents. Right, so you get a ticket, you get a ticket. and the response to that is you got to go to court. You had to go in front of the commissioner. Yeah. Monocle mentioned clean sweep ticket fines would be up to $400, but typically the commissioner would opt to give 20 hours of community service instead. You can listen to the full interview on the Up Close Show as a podcast at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. An elderly man was assaulted with his own bicycle in what the victim described as retaliation for pepper spraying a dog. On Thursday, sheriff's deputies responded to a call on Lacadania Avenue near Sage Avenue in Yucca Valley from a 75-year-old man who said that he had been assaulted by a neighbor. The victim told deputies that he had been pushed off of his bicycle by a neighbor who then picked up the bicycle and threw it at him, cutting his arm. During the investigation, deputies identified David Cox, a 62-year-old resident of Yucca Valley, as a suspect in the assault. The victim said that he had pepper-sprayed Cox's dog the previous week after the dog came up behind him in the street and that Cox was still angry about the matter. David Cox was arrested for suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon and causing injury to an elder dependent in addition to an unrelated vehicle warrant and was booked at the West Valley Detention Center on $100,000 bail. The High Desert Nature Museum continues its special event series October 16th. Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas breaks out his loot. 
The High Desert Nature Museum and the Town of Yucca Valley Recreation Department would like to invite community members to a family-friendly Halloween-themed fair on Saturday, October 29th from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Yucca Valley Community Center ball fields. There'll be carnival rides, mega slides, obstacle courses, trick-or-treating, and lots of photo opportunities. There'll be a costume contest as well, registration required at the designated booth during the event between 2 p.m. and 4.45 p.m. Judging and presentation will begin at 5 p.m. Categories for best in show, funniest, scariest, and most original, open to all ages. For more information, please contact Yucca Valley Community Center at 760-369-7211. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter, Charlie Thomas. The 29 Palms Historical Society is proud to present its 2022 Old Timer of the Year honoree, David Smith. David Smith is the child of William Smith, who homesteaded in 29 Palms in 1926. William married Thelma Mead in 1930, and a year later gave birth to Raymond, the first registered native birth in 29 Palms. Five more children arrived later, including Dave. This pioneer family worked together as a unit to keep the ranch running smoothly. Ranch work included water delivery, dairy, movie projection, ice cream parlor, snack bar, ice house, trailer park, and drive-in theater. Smith's Ranch became a community gathering place. It was an oasis in the desert for early pioneers to socialize and be entertained. One of the buildings on the ranch served as a temporary school. A large building on the property served the community as a gym, square dance hall, skating rink, and dramatic theater. Along with Pioneer Days Grand Marshal Oscar Bailey, Smith will be recognized during the Society's Old Timers Gathering, scheduled for 1 to 4 p.m., this Saturday at the Old Schoolhouse Museum, located at 6760 National Park Drive in 29 Palms. Yucca Valley Material Lab presents exciting musical work through the month of October. Reporter Hillary Sloan is here with the specifics. On Sunday, October 16th at 5 p.m., Katinka Klein and Leah Cole present new performance work for 10 broken cellos. The work responds to the sounds and landscape of the desert. Klein and Cole are accomplished cellists, composers, and improvisers whose shared practice takes a performative approach to the cello as an object. Their work includes a series of works for cellos in public pools. Additional events include an evening of con- Contemporary avant-garde Japanese music on Saturday, October 22nd at 7 p.m. and an evening of vocal experimental ambient music with Rosia Zavala, No Translation, Caroline Partamian, and Mountain Girl on October 29th at 7 p.m. For more information and to register, go to yuccavalleymaterial.org. For Z1077, this is Hillary Sloan. The Basin Wide Foundation will be holding their annual awards dinner on Thursday, October 20th at the Roost Restaurant at Hawks Landing. For the last 24 years, the Basin Wide Foundation honors members of the community who give of themselves to serve the Morongo Basin at its annual awards dinner. The organization is still accepting donations for the silent auction and is expected to announce award recipients soon. For more information, call Kathy at the Basin Wide Foundation office, 760-365-7219. And finally, there's never a better time to plan for fire safety than right now. Assignment reporter Robert Hayden joins us with some tips for being fire safe. It's Fire Prevention Week. From October 9th to the 15th, the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, or CAL FIRE, is partnering with the National Fire Protection Association to bring fire safety, planning, and prevention to the forefront. This year's theme is about bringing attention to quick action safety measures because homes can burn fast. In some instances, you may have as little as two minutes or less to safely escape your home once a smoke alarm goes off. 
Now is a good time to check that smoke alarm. There should be one in every room where someone sleeps, as well as outside the sleeping area, such as hallways. Check alarms the first Saturday of each month by pressing that test button. If there's no sound or it chirps, it's time to replace the battery. Map and practice the escape routes from your home, including windows and doors, and always make sure the route is clear of obstacles. Predetermine an outside meeting place that's a safe distance in front of your home, and everyone should know the fire department's emergency number and how to call when they're safely outside. For more fire prevention planning and tips, you can see this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Assignment Reporter Robert Hayden. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.